one, I think the heart, the most important thing for most founders to remember is that it's a market of one. And ultimately, you know, you only need one investor. And once you get that first investor committed to your round, obviously that makes things of the process of getting it oversubscribed a lot easier down the stretch. So that's like the first thing to always keep in mind. There's a market of one. I think the second thing that most founders actually don't do a good job of is I think, especially, especially first time founders, I think once you've done it a couple of times, you, you, you know, hone in on this a little bit better, but I think founders always have happy ears and like they're, you know, when they're sitting in the middle of a pitch later, when they're talking to a, to a VC, um, they'll kind of hear a, Hey, we'll go back and we'll talk about it or blah, blah, blah. And like, they'll hear that as a, as a, Oh yeah, they, you know, they, they liked it. But I mean, really, as I, as I think about, you know, the eight years plus that I've spent in venture, I mean, you kind of know if you like a deal or you don't like a deal pretty fast. And, uh, and, you know, I think, um, I think sometimes there is like work to be done on the space and all that stuff. Don't get me wrong, but like the best sign of a, of an investor being interested is setting that next concrete step. So like, I think as a, as a founder, the most important thing you can do are two things, right? One, keep the top of funnel wide. Like you have to have a really, really wide top of funnel. The fund, the founders that have the most successful outcomes fundraising do a really, really good job and it's tough to do, but you have to do it is pack like a couple of weeks or a week and a half worth of just like back-to-back meetings with a bunch of VCs and talk to talk to the number of folks. I think the second thing, and this is where a lot of founders trip up is you have to be able to call the herd really, really fast. Like you may take 20 meetings, but only like five may be interesting. That's totally fine. Throw out the 15, just like don't waste time, go focus on the five that actually matter and move the ball ahead and like keep the process going. Um, and I think like that, that's something that I'm, a little bit, um, not surprised, but I think it always resonates well with our early stage, with our early stage companies that are either going out to raise their, and typically would be going out to raise their A or even their B sometimes. And, um, and so that, that to me is like the most important thing, like keep a wide top of funnel, ultimately remember it's a market of one. So call the herd as quickly as possible so that you're not wasting time chasing along. This is, this is really good. And I love the market of one thing. I want to first just double tap in that because when you first said it, I was like, wait, what you're, are you suggesting that you only have one, uh, you know, VC partner per round. And I know you're not suggesting that at yeah. all. You're saying that once you get that first commitment, then filling out your round is a completely different game, which I saw the same thing. It's like, Hey, we already got so-and-so committed. Like we're looking yeah. to fill out the remaining couple, whatever. That's is there anything else you can say on like the way that you, um, the way that you would sell like getting that one yeah. first. Yeah. And again, and again, I think this is especially true for like early stage, um, which is that ultimately like, yes, there are numbers. Yes. There's data, all that stuff that you can look at really at the end of the day, though, the bet is on you, the founder. <laughs> and, and it's not just necessarily like, Hey, X, Y, Z person has the most experience or has done a bunch of stuff in the space. But I think you actually really want somebody that has high level of conviction for the space that you that you're invest uh, that that you're you know that you're building your company in, um, and what I'm what I mean by that is like you know they're going to be ups and downs like that's just what it is with startups and especially with the early stage you don't you want somebody that has that like five ten year horizon with you and doesn't try to optimize for the short run by you know like and again there there are going to be people that will tell you like hey do X Y Z and it'll help you drive. Um, you know, drive, drive to a better outcome for your next round. And, you know, we use this, like, we use this phrase internally at Sierra a lot, which is like revenue is a great deodorant. Like, sure, you can go, you know, you can go chase down a bunch of contracts, but like, if you're not selling to the right types of customers, like, you know, you, you could just be going down the wrong path. And yes, you may be able to raise the next round because like you were optimizing for, 
for you know revenue early on, but you know it may not lead to a sustainable business. And so I think as long as you find a partner in that early stage that actually has the conviction in the space and the idea in you, um, it dramatically changes the way and the incentives behind the types of advice that somebody's going to give you. And so that that ultimately is even more important. Like the and again, yes, you can have multiple people come into your round, but I think it's really important to have that one really strong lead. Um, that's going to be kind of by your side and, you know, is going to be able to take the, the tough calls that will inevitably, inevitably come up. Man, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm learning a lot here and I love the revenue is a great deodorant. That is, that is good because I mean, like there, the, there's just been a huge emergence of like from old Silicon Valley to, to new, which is like revenue does matter. Traction does matter. But I love what you're saying. You're like the wrong revenue does not matter. <laughs> that's right. Because ultimately, if you want to build a big company and you want to go from, you know, getting from zero to one is, is hard, um, but getting from one to 10 is equally as hard. And that's really what determines, you know, what kind of pace or what kind of ramp this company can eventually get on. And, you know, if again, if you're chasing the wrong kinds of customers and you're just not finding the right kind of repeatable, repeatable, um, uh, repeatable go to market strategies, it's just tough to scale and, and build, uh, build a big business. And, you know, I think one of the things that a lot of, uh, a lot of founders forget is that at the end of the day, like there's not going to be a better salesperson than you and any salesperson, VP of sales, whoever you bring on are going to be mere mortals compared to you. And so you have to understand your customer and you have to be able to understand like who, you know, who do you go sell to and where is the opportunity in order for you to actually be able to scale and build that, build that big company. So, mm, man, this has been incredible. Thank you for your insight. If we're an entrepreneur looking to raise our round, what's the um, best way to reach out to you? Is it LinkedIn, Twitter, email? Yeah, I think um, LinkedIn or email is, uh, tends to be tends to be best, and um, email is uh, simple. Vignesh at SierraVentures.com, um, or you can just find me on LinkedIn. Awesome, man! And I always say this, but like if if it's a relevant company, uh, and y'all can reach out to me, and I'd be glad to make the intro if it's relevant. And I think the thing you said about conviction, like making sure to look at your website that it's that you're that you care about the overall thing that they're doing. Uh, and, and that you have strong conviction on that and aligning on that first, not just the short-term traction that you may have had. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I'd say the last thing, which is uh, always one of my pet peeve uh, questions that, that entrepreneurs ask is, do you guys have a threshold for, uh, you know, if you hit X, X in uh, revenues, that kind of what would, you know, sway, sways the uh, decision. And ultimately, you know, when you're talking about startups and you're talking about 500K versus a million and a half, like 10 years out, you're not going to be able to tell the difference anyways. <laughs> That's so good. I love the pet peeves. We all get that's that's really good. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. This has been amazing. Awesome. Really, really appreciate you uh, having me on. Awesome.